Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? See, I did it right that time. I know. You did. You did a great job. You did, you know what? You did your job. I, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. The, uh, you know, talking about the calling guests. Yes. And, you know, we've had some cool guys. You know, and like I said, we've had a veteran drag racer. We have. I mean, the an icon in drag racing. TV celebrities. TV celebrities. Uh, movie celebrities. Movie celebrities. Um, local celebrities. Local celebrities. <laughs> All the celebrities. All of them. Yeah, we've, we've had some cool people. Um, I don't think there's anyone that tops the cake on this one, though. I would say he's the shortest one. <laughs> and also the fastest. And probably one. Well, I'm not sure Limo Downey oh, fast. Uh, Steve Torrance might have him. Yeah, Steve Torrance. Steve Torrance, yeah, you got me there. But he is the Tanner fastest. Tanner Gray, though, he's uh, got him whooped. He is the fastest in a, I'm going to use my air quotes here, street legal car. Or street race car. Yeah, street raced car. Or a.k.a. a pro mod car with headlights and taillights. There you go. That you um, can't put a tag on. That's right, Mr. Jeff Lutz. Jeff Lutz is a legend. He is awesome. He is awesome, and I want to tell you something. What he's done for the Street Outlaws guys, I mean, he put those guys on the map. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff Justin L- Shear, you know, which be Big Chief, and Sean, all these guys, they wouldn't have anything like they do right now if it wasn't for Mr. Jeff Lutz. Yeah, he's like the man behind the not really behind the scenes, but kind of behind the scenes. He's the guy like putting these cars together and all. I mean, he does an awesome job with all the stuff he does. And I'll tell you what I, I like. I mean, he don't build all the cars, but he, no, he, he helps out with a lot of them. But you know what? He helps them with their setups and things like that. And I mean, and poor Chief's car. I mean, they built it you yeah. know, in eight days. Yes. Um, the thing that's really cool about Jeff Lutz, though, is how his approach to the fans and all that stuff. <clears throat> and we've got to meet all these guys. Yes. And, and and actually, we're going to see him this week up at the PRI show. Yeah, we'll see him at the PRI show, too. But, I mean, and they're nice and all that stuff. But that's one thing I can say out of all those guys. There's two of them that stick out in my mind being just super cool people. That's going to be Kamikaze Chris. Yep. And it's going to be Mr. Jeff Lutz. Jeff Lutz is awesome. Jeff Lutz is probably the most laid-back guy. and I mean, just... He's real. Yeah, he's real. He's, he's, a, he's, a, real he's a car builder, and he talks to you just like he's a car builder. You know, he's just a, a normal guy. Yeah. Um, the very first time I ever met Jeff Lutz was in Sevierville, Tennessee. We were actually at an all-Corvette show, and he had his 57 there. And, you know, he was just... He was, you know, the, the talent, you know, right. and people come to see him. And me and him stood there and talked probably. And this is way before Raiders. This is before Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Yeah. And this guy, and we probably talked for an hour. And just shooting the bull, you know. And, I mean, he's opening doors, showing me things. I mean, he's just hanging out, you know. I mean, he's in a Corvette show. I mean, half these guys had no idea who he even was probably. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's how he is. He's that guy that if you don't watch Street Outlaws, you wouldn't know who he was. You know. And, I mean, I, and that's the thing. I mean. The street is so big now. I mean, he's a household name with that crew. Yes, yes, he is. Speaking yes. of street outlaws, how do you feel about the Memphis street outlaw guys? You know, I haven't really, 
I haven't really looked into them that much, just to be honest. You know, they 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 started their season, and and I, I got a feeling Discovery's got got their hooks in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh yeah. I, I'm just I'm just gonna throw out a little teaser alert. I just see a Street Outlaws Memphis happening really soon. I do too. There's some quick guys up there. I do know that. There's some fast cars in Memphis, and I'll tell you something else. They talk funny. <laughs> That's just Tennessee in general. Yeah. Well. well don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg. So, Our producer's a huge Tennessee yeah, fan. So. Yeah, well, I tell you, I tell you something. And that's what's wrong with him. Yeah, yeah, they play football kind of funny, too. But anyway, <laughs> so, uh, but, but long story short, the uh, – go Tigers. Anyway, long story short, though. Clemson. But the uh, – but yeah, I definitely see. You can just tell the discoveries like gearing these guys up. They're putting way too much into their names, way too much focus on these guys for them to be outsiders playing with a four hundred five. So I definitely see Memphis coming in strong here for two off along. I'll agree to that. But I'll tell you what. While we're talking about Jeff Lutz, Jeff, you know, we mentioned he's down to earth and everything, and, and he cares about his fans because he knows he understands that without the fans, none of what they do is possible. You know? I tell you what. You know what we ought to do? What we ought to do? We ought to just let Mr. Jeff Lutz tell it for us. Let's do that. Great play. The fans are where it's at for us. I've always been a firm believer in that. I'll drop anything to sit there and talk to a fan because if they took time out of their day and out of their life to come over and talk to me, I'm going to give them time. You know, it's about them. I think NHRA misses that. I think they miss the whole fan thing. I think they just pump too much money into top fuel and pro stock. and They need to give it back to the rest of the racers as well. And that, I mean, that's an important thing to remember. You know, these people look up to you. I mean, you're oh, yeah. their hero. You got kids, and you got—I mean—fans of the show. And this is the thing that's cool about it: is he's like that with his fans. Yeah, he understands why he's there is because of them. Yeah, I mean, he talks about in the interview we had with him how he will stop and sign the autographs, you know, and and he'll stop and talk to the fans. And a lot of times, people get lost in that. But you got to remember the reason you're so busy and the reason you're so popular is because of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He's like, like all, all three, your fans. Then you're nothing. It's like all three fans that we have. <laughs> you know what? I'll sign anything they want. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how much stuff I've had to sign for Gray. I think Gray's our biggest fan. Yeah. He is. Well, great. Now, mind yeah. you, he's paid to be here. Yeah. So, got to weigh that into consideration. But still, he's loyal. He is loyal. He listens to every single show. Word for word. I mean, and sometimes he even hears the behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, that's how big of a fan Gray is. He is. I mean, like, he's waiting here when we get here because, like, he's so excited. He is. Uh, you know, if we had more fans like Gray, our producer, I'm tell you what, we'd be somewhere. We would be. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oh, and and by the way, on recording day, it is Gray's birthday, so happy birthday. That's Gray. right. So it's Hot Rods and Happy Hour, Hot Rods and Happy Hour Radio birthday. Yes. And it's Gray's birthday. And it's Gray's birthday. Celebrating together. Can't he's be. been going a lot longer than Hot Rods and Happy Hour, but yeah, he's 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 still youngin though. Yeah, he's still young. He's still youngin, but you know what? Wow, I'm still youngin. When you get you're in your late twenties, you're not a youngin anymore. It, it, so I finally made it past youngin. You're still a millennial, but no, you're no, just not no, a kid no, no. Easy, easy. I'm easy, just saying. Easy. I can't help it where you fall in the age no, bracket. I, I think it's like more of like a in between Plant X and millennial, so it's like an exillennial. Mm. I, th- I think that's I think that's where I'm at. Uh, that's what I'm claiming, anyhow. I think you're falling somewhere between mental illness and insanity. 
Now, you know what? I've been talking to a shrink, and, and, and that might be plausible, too. That could, that could be it. All this hot rod talk, all this gas fumes that I've been sucking in over the past year, two years, I think it is finally getting to me. And they say it's bad for you. That's crazy. I know. You know, I, I think I need to go to a drag race and maybe get a little methanol in me. I think that'll clear out the, the system. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Or a little bit of the alcohol. Let's, let's save the two brain cells you got left, and let's try to make a radio show with them. You want to? All right, well, you know what? Well, let's try it. Let's try it. So we're it. talking about Mr. Jeff Lutz. We are talking about Jeff Lutz. Guys, this is another interview that's going to be very worth your time going back and listening to uh, because he gives us a lot of great insight. Well, we're talking like, about Drag Week. Well, we're talking about Drag Week. We're talking about the mega race at the time. That's right, guys. So actually, that was the thing. Listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, you can make money from it <laughs> because you could bet all your friends on the mega race because Jeff Lutz pretty much let the cat out of the bag right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Yeah, it was uh, it was about three weeks before mm-hmm. the mega race uh, that we actually talked to Jeff Lutz, and you know he helped. Well, he did a lot of the building on on the second Crow mod. Or what what they call it? That would just be Big Chief's car, the Crow. Yeah, the Crow Part 2. Crow 2.0. Yeah, Crow Um, 2.0. Jeff Lutz did a lot of the building on that car. Like they said in the interview, they had eight days to put together uh, versus Gas Monkey's car that had... 30 days. 30 days. Um, So it was really cool to get the inside. Which was virtually a reskin pro stock car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was absolutely awesome to get the inside on that. And, you know, for him to give us the behind-the-scenes of how that all went down. And, and, yeah, we may have been a little privy to the information about who won that race a little early. I might have used that to my advantage a few times. Maybe. That reminds me, Ben, you still owe me lunch. Yeah, Ben Howard, um, I know you're here in the studio, and I know you'll probably hear this. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah Don't you forget do. lunch. Yeah, you do owe lunch. I remember that. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm thinking Tijuana Flats. I think that's a good place to go for lunch. It's right it around is. the corner. But, yeah, I mean... So it, it's cool, and and Jeff gives you a lot of insight behind Discovery Channel, you know, and and the behind the scenes stuff. Really great interview to go back and listen to. Really great interview. It's really cool talking about how the filming of it is, and how the races are, and how real it really is. Yeah, I mean, it it is really a real race. It just it's staged on the street. <laughs> exactly. But uh, speaking of stage. I have nothing to make the link. We're going to go to take a commercial break, though. I tell you what, guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more coming right at you here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts and Push Rod. Oh, whoa. Are we bringing back old school stuff now? I won't. Well, it's not that old school. You ain't that old. But yes, it is. I tell it's you old what, school in my life, man. That was like a quarter of my life ago. I'm more so than, glad. I'm so more, glad you don't do taxes. It's not. No, no, no. It's no, not, it was almost half of my life ago. Actually. Yeah, but it's, it's not more. If it was a, if if you went from a quarter to a half of it. Yeah, it's like almost half of my life ago. Almost half. Almost. Almost half my life. That's a long time ago. That's a while. I've got back jeans older than you. Yeah, but that don't count. I mean, that was a long time ago for me. I mean. Yeah, think about it. 27, almost 28. I mean, that's that's it's actually technically a little bit more than half of my life ago. That's a long time. The math is what gets me every time. I know. And I'm I, so glad you don't do taxes. I, you know, I did that one time. I did that for one year, actually. I wonder how many people went to jail because of you. <laughs> well, I didn't, so I'm, that's all I'm, that obviously, I'm obviously pretty good at it. But I tell you what, we got a really cool call-in guest right here, and I learned a lot of things about my, about my little sidekick, Odd Rod, <laughs> over here. You know what? I think this guy, I think he has the voice, and I think he tells it best. So you want to just... That's right, guys. I tell you, we're talking about Mr. Tom Lukens himself. I tell you what, just play the clip. So without any further introduction, Mr. Tom Lukens, welcome to the show. 
Hey, good to be here on 106.3. That's right, guys. I'll tell you what. I love sitting in the booth with Tom Lukens. Oh, One, good fun. There's, there's multiple reasons why I like standing or sitting in the booth with Tom Lukens at the Union County Dragway. One, he knows how to get the good food up in the booth. All right. <laughs> he can get the good food in the tower. Quick. Yeah. Delivered. Yeah, delivered. When Tom, when Tom keys that mic, they listen. And two, he can tell you some of the best racing stories ever. But before we get to any kind of racing stories or anything like that. And that's important. I want to tell you something. Odd Rod and you and Tom got like a little history, right? We do, we do. It goes back to I was I was a little Odd Rod. I was actually called Push Rod then. <laughs> actually, he was. He was called Push Rod. Push, Push Rod? Rod? Yeah. So that was back when I was about 14 years old. I met Tom. Tom, you want to tell us about back then? Yeah, he worked for the shop a little bit after school. Mm-hmm. Came in. I'm like, okay, kid, you know, I need you to take this interior apart, take these nuts and bolts and screws out. And at break time, he goes, "Hey, I like to draw a little bit." And I'm like, "Okay, kid, yeah, bring your stuff and let's see what you let's see what you draw." He comes in the next day with this stuff. Looks like stuff uh, Big Daddy Ed Roth did. Ratfink. I'm like, "Holy moly! Look at this guy. This is incredible. What do you you do not have a future in doing this? Hang on a minute." <laughs> I walk next door to the spring screen print shop. Yep. Came back and said, "You're fired. You're going to start working over there." <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. I fired him. Yeah, you fired him, and then Tom got him another job. Tom Lukens was the first. Oh, guy I got him another fire. job first. I felt sorry for him. <laughs> Tom Lukens well, was I the feel first sorry man to fire him all the time. So I feel your pain there. You know, I, I remember working in Tom's shop though for that brief time, and I remember the one job. One job I can remember doing there is we actually got to work on the Hustler magazine cars. That's oh, that's cool. right. Yeah. Yeah, Top stalker and super stalker. Yep. That, 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 that's actually very cool. Yeah. Especially when you're, what, 14, 14? years old. Yeah. That's extremely I actually cool. still have the director's hat from doing that. I still All right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I got the director's shirt. <laughs> I am the director. <laughs> that, was, that was good times, though. That was, that was a lot of good times. Oh, we had a great time. And then, Still do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. Tom gave a little backdrop about... I mean, it sounds like rod. like I'm getting like a uh, a Mr. Miyagi Karate Kid kind of in a drag racing thing. It, you know what? That's kind of what it was because he gave me all the crappy jobs. Did you you know, like you sweep the floor. <laughs> well, yeah, I did a lot of floor sweeping. I'll tell you the worst of it, though, is for about two weeks, I laid up under uh, Sex Z Pictures. Uh, they had three uh, Pontiac you know, WS6 cars. And they're full blown dragsters, but I had to lay up under them just scraping off all the burnt rubber off the tires with mineral spirits. I spent I spent two weeks doing that. So that that was yeah, that was good times in the yeah. drag shop there. Wasn't quite management or anything. No, I I, I wasn't what you would call top brass. <laughs> you know, I was, top brass. I was kind of working at the bottom of the floor. But you know what? Now We've all been there though. Now, now I'm here. So. But yeah, uh, t- uh, Tom actually uh, kicked me out. He was the he was the first guy. Which we talk about that in the interview. He was the first guy to fire me, and uh, sent me over to a, a screen print shop next door, which is how I got into the graphics world and and eventually was able to tie that back around to the automotive world. That crabby old drag racer saved your life. Yes, he did. He saved me from a lot of years of uh, misery and torment of being in the automotive profession. Tell me about it. Of course, there again. Of course, there again. You talk about your hair thinning and all this stuff, and you're like, "Why the graphic design world's easy or something?" Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't know that it was a good trade off. Um, a little less labor intensive. Well, second thought, he's bald too. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> a Is little, there just something in the water and union or something? And, and you know that what? That that might be it. 
But uh, yeah, the graphic design trade. What kind of shampoo you guys be using? Suave, man. Suave. <laughs> Suave. <laughs> no, um, the graphic design industry it might be a little more, uh, a little less labor intensive. You know, sitting behind the computer, you know, just clicking the mouse. You don't break, break a sweat every day. But uh, yeah, stressful. I don't. I don't know if it's any less stressful. I'm with you there. I'm with you. There. It's a different kind of work. No, uh, my original goal though is very interesting. I was wanting to go to Nashville Auto Diesel College to do their paint program. I was wanting to go into paint and body, uh, more specifically the custom airbrushing. That's what I'm saying. And, and that that's what I wanted to do in high school, and like no one or nothing just allowed me to go down that path. It's probably the best move ever. And I'm going to say something. I don't want to offend any airbrush artists. You guys are all truly talented. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm envious of their talent. I am envious of their talent, but I want to say one thing. That's probably one of the best moves you've ever made in your entire life. Yeah, because um, you know what's going to happen. It's it, 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 it. I don't think it'll ever be a lost off art. season. You're going to be at the beach painting t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it'll ever be a lost art. I don't think it, or a you know dead art, if you will. No. Um, but you know, it, and that ties back around to the vinyl industry now. I mean, with uh, the printing capabilities, it's come a long way, and, and now I can just print that out. I mean, just think. I mean, you could have been painting dolphins and rainbows on a shirt with like. Debbie loves Don on it or something. You know, and I'm really, I'm really saddened by the fact that I haven't spent a few summers down at Myrtle Beach painting car tags and t-shirts. And all you hear is Def Leppard and tss, 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 tss. you spelt my <laughs> name wrong. Yep, grab another shirt. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, life could have been totally different for me. Um, but Tom Lukens is, uh, he's one of the first people that actually aimed me in the direction that I went, which is. Oddly enough, why I'm here today. You know, one thing I like about Tom, and I knew the first time I ever met him that it was somebody I should stay away from. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Tom Lukens is good people. And I mean, that's the thing about it. I've never felt more welcome around a person than Tom Lukens. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, he shows you the town when you go somewhere, and he knows everybody. Whether you're at Z Max or you're at Union County, he knows every driver, everybody walking through in the stands. He'll even show you the ones you should stay away from. <laughs> I mean, Tom I mean, Lukens is all right. Yeah, I mean, he kind of showed me the ropes coming up. When I when I talk to Tom Lukens, you know the first thing that pops in my head? What's that? The Fonz. The Fonz. Hey. Especially the way he sounds. He's like, hey, it's yeah, Rob Pitts. Hey, man. it's all, hey, Push Rod. Hey. I mean, I just get that. Like, I'm just ready for, like, Ralph Mouth to come out next. <laughs> no, Tom is a great guy. I mean, and that's another great interview because Tom's got stories for days if you can think of it, Tom's been there, you know, and and he's seen it, and the stories are there. And speaking of stories, we got some commercial stories to tell you guys. I hate to do this to you, but we got a break for some more commercial breaks. All right, guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot right, Rod. What's happening, dude? I love hot rodding. I, you know what? I do, too. I'm a car guy through and through. I you know, I happen to be, too. But you know what? What's up? What's no, up? no, I'm just thinking. I mean, how hot rodding is a worldwide craze. Like, oh, it yeah, is. We see it at SEMA, but everybody doesn't see it. And we've got friends all over the globe. Yeah, the cool thing about Hot Rods and Happy Hour, and even before we got on the radio, you know, just being out and about like we are, we have got to meet some amazing people and that span the globe. That's right. We got I mean, our, like, buddy, like our buddy Nigel. Our buddy Nigel out in Australia. Nigel's awesome. I, I talk to Nigel like literally almost every day. 
and it'll be about random hot rodding things or he's a truck driver do you ever get back to you about mailing me a kangaroo no he has not which the time difference there right now it's an odd time for him so yeah. Tell them, say, put a little kangaroo chow in there, poke a couple holes in the box, throw a stamp you, on it, we send need, it on. We need a, put one of them Fraggle stickers on we, it. We've already looked at it. It's legal to own a kangaroo here in South Carolina. I kind of want one. Google it, kids. It's one of the four states out of the yeah. 50 that you can legally own a kangaroo. I think by the time we're done, it'll be illegal to own it in South well, Carolina. Let, let me paint a picture for you. Maybe a certain morning gathering car meet, and we could bring Involving the new, coffee? Yes. And, and cars. And cars. Okay. <laughs> so can you imagine... A at this said car meet, a certain hot rods and happy hour mascot that had long floppy ears and hops up and down with a pouch, and we'll call him Rue. Yeah, I think Rue's giving guy. out koozies from his pouch. He might even go a couple rounds and box with you. I mean, it's like a big bunny with a fanny pack on. Yeah, that's pretty much basically right. as a kangaroo. Yeah, and I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> no, not basically. Like, would you put it on a leash? I mean, I don't uh, think you leash a kangaroo. I don't. I, I don't I want to you, unleash it either, though. I think you just kind of hope it follows you. I mean, he'd be cool like that, though. Yeah, or hope he don't kick you and then take the leash and then go off on his own. Yeah, put you on a leash or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. But, yeah, we we get to talk to Nigel. We get to talk to our, our good buddy. I'd bring my kangaroo to PetSmart. Could you imagine the looks you'd get? Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, how about our buddy Mark up in uh, Canada? In Canada. In Canada, eh? Eh? Owner of uh, Car- uh, Cartoons Magazine. I want to tell you something. That's a really, really, really cool thing. I love Cartoons Magazine. Just you know, your classic comic. You know, Cartoons was out in the, in the late 80s, and they kind of went under, and Mark has resurrected that company and brought it back. Yeah, and, and both of these guys are people we've actually interviewed here on the show. That's but, right. But we're thinking in terms of uh, around the world, hot riding around the world, and who's someone that really displays that, you know? I want to tell you something. you got to go across the pond. you got to jump across the pond, not quite uh, Nigel across the pond. I mean, that's... that's you need like, to go the other way. Yeah, that that's like... Uh, that's redneck Europe is what that is. Uh, <laughs> that's... That, I love Australia. I plan on going there, but that's redneck Europe. Um, they have everything out there wants to kill you. So, even including the, can- the kangaroos, including the kangaroos. Um, but no, you gotta go. Where you gotta go is Europe. That's where you gotta go to get some true cross the pond, uh, real taste of hot riding, hot riding around the These world. These guys have got it bad over in the UK, and I tell you who who is leading them up, Mister Sam Hart himself. Sam is a unique character, and I know a lot of you guys probably won't even know who Sam Hart is, but Sam Hart is a rock star legend in the UK, man. Sam Hart is the Richard Rawlings of the UK. There's no better words to put that. And I'll tell you what's funny. There's a picture online of Richard Rawlings and Sam Hart together at Gas Monkey Garage. They look like they're kin. He looks like his younger son. Yeah, that looks like it could be a, a Rawlings or his son. Yeah, a Raw. Yeah, like literally. I know Richard Rawlings doesn't have any kids, but if he did, it would look like that. <laughs> it would it, look, I love it, how it, 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 would, would, look it like, would look like that. Yeah, love you, Sam. Because whatever they put in their hair, that just ain't natural. <laughs> no, Sam's a great guy, you know. Um, and we got to meet Sam at SEMA last year, and you know he built the Rolls Royce rat ride, and of course we've had him on the show talking about that. And, and I'll tell you what. Sam's got a lot going on. Sam's got a lot going on, and Sam is an extremely talented guy and a personality plus. Yeah, so I think I think we're just going to step back and uh, let Sam tell you a little bit about what he's got going on over in the UK because hot riding there is awesome, and he's doing a lot of amazing things. So take it away, Sam. I was going to ask. A little birdie told me from all the way across the pond that a certain friend of mine. That bird Mr. flew a long damn yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, he did. His wings are short. <laughs> straight shot. Uh-oh! 
<laughs> a little bird told me that Mr. Sam Hart may or may not have signed a contract with a certain uh, television show, channel, whatever you want to call them. Production company. Production production company, yeah. That's that's you're, you're on the right lines. I mean, I've, you know, I've been filming what I've been doing for the last three or four years, you know, and what I wanted to do is I wanted to work with a TV channel or a production company that wanted to work with my vision. I mean, I, I nearly signed a few contracts in the last couple of years, but they all had what they wanted to do and their vision and their their route of the show they wanted and, you know, the, the character they had lined up for me. And I was like, no, 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 you're not getting this. I mean, you're making out like this TV show is your idea and your plan. I mean, this is not a TV show. This is my reality. Full stop. I mean, there's a reality show out there which, you know, is a show that makes you laugh and stuff like that. But my reality show is just my day-to-day life of how awesome, you know, I get to do what I do, you know. And the, the production company now that I've I sort of latched onto sort of have the same vision. They like what I do, and that's what I'm trying to do, you know. Well, yeah, that's the cool thing about Sam Hart, though, because he's another, like, you know, you talk about the fans. Yeah. I've never met a more friendly individual walking around Vegas this year. And we were there on Monday, you know, on setup day, and we went Facebook Live because nobody ever shows that part. And to me, probably one of the more interesting parts of the show is setup day on Monday. Yeah, watching all the things. SEMA get. is a totally different place on Monday versus Tuesday. Oh yeah, well I mean it's a circus, you know, everybody's trying to get everything set up and all this stuff, and we're walking around just nonchalant, you know, having a good time. And what, Lola Bell, who comes up? I love you, you legend. Yeah, Sam, Sam Hard. All the way from the UK. How many thousands of miles this man's away? And I think, just I think so it's happens, about 3,000 or It's so. a good many. It's a, it's a few. It's a nine-hour flight. Yeah. I do it's, know it's that. It's a pretty sporty flight. It's a flight I wouldn't want to make. No, 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 but, no. But Sam does that every year. I mean, and Sam, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like last year when well, he— Well, Austin Powers stole all the credit for the UK. That's true. And the, and now the dude with, uh, with Top Gear. What's his name? Oh, uh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's stealing all the thunder now. I don't like that guy. Just me. And then you got a what's his name from Wheeler Dealers. Yeah, and he's stealing all the credit. But Sam deserves some credit. I'm, yeah. I'm here for Sam. But no, it's like last year. Sam does amazing things. It's like when he built the Rolls Royce. You know, that car, it, it was, you know, a U.K. car, a British car, if you will. Well, I mean, it was actually, I mean, it was United States, Mexico, the U.K., I mean. Yeah, it was a collaborative. You know, you took you took this high. Mexican blankets that were made in China, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I, them ones might have been authentic, I them, think. They might, they might have been. Those are real Mexican, Mexican blankets. Yeah, I mean, that Rolls-Royce built was, I mean. it was That was a gorgeous new. car. Yeah, and and now Sam's working, um, I think I can say loosely, with a major uh, network series about uh, doing his own TV show there in the UK. So Well, they've changed gears a lot in the shop, too, you know, before buying projects and selling projects. Now they're actually building cars for people there in the UK. I mean, there's a huge market for American iron in oh, the yeah. UK. I mean, they're shipping cars out every day. And, and, you know, Sam Hart's a cool guy to, you know, Hard Up Garage is a cool place to follow on Facebook and just see the kind of things they're doing. And some of the cars that they are, uh, they are importing over to the UK – because there's some odd ones on there. There is some odd ones on there. I um, mean, of course, you got your Mustangs and Chargers and stuff. I even seen a T-Bucket they're bringing over. Yeah, a beautiful T-Bucket. An bucket. older T-Bucket. Yeah, an yeah. Old, yeah, old build on a T-Bucket. It's a beautiful car. But, I mean, you know, and that's the cool thing when you get over here in, like, the U.K. and all that. Uh, our odd cars, the cars that I like, are pretty cool over there. Cause yeah, they don't we send have them that. over there. Yeah. They, they Maybe don't. we should just send you over there, too. You know, I think I'd fit in. I really do. 
I wouldn't speak their language, but, you know, I think I'd fit in. You really don't speak anybody's language. You ever figure that out? I mean, just there like, you, you know, you're, you're, a little, you're a little Yankee. You're a lot Union. Easy. 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 Easy on that. You know what? Tom Lukens is a Yankee. And yeah. then he's. He's an Ohioan. He's yeah, he's a he's like borderline. Yeah, and then you got and then he went to union. So y'all are both like transplants. Yeah, I mean, and then we both tried to get a union. I did. Tom's out there too, but yeah, yeah I mean, but it, yeah, Tom just moved down the street though. He went to Jonesville. Yeah, he went to Jonesville. <laughs> he didn't get far. I mean, you throw a rock from Union and hit him. Yeah, I actually had to crawl on eighty five to get where I went. Yeah. So I mean, you know, making moves, going places, <laughs> going places. Going out 85, I'm telling you what, you're risking your life to get there. Yeah. Speaking of that, how about the construction down in Spartanburg? Have you seen that mess? I want to tell you something. You better know, and like, not, if you're going to take an exit, like, you got to have a battle strategy and dodge 40 million road cones. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a... I didn't know if they put up a slalom course or what. <laughs> uh, it's bad. Am I supposed to go between them, around them? We well, you know, and I know we're getting way off topic, but this is local things, so I don't mind talking about local things. I was I was going home last night because, uh, you know, we're setting out, we're working, you know, on on the show and everything. And um, I was heading home, it was about, it was about 1230 last night, and... Um, <laughs> I get I get to the exit, you know, where the two eighty five split there in Spartanburg. And what they've been having is on the you know, on the business side of things is one lane's been open and you can just bypass all the exits and go on like you're going to Charlotte. Or you can get on uh I said that wrong, or you can get on the business side and you have open exits. Well, just to avoid that one lane and because I'd have to bypass my exit and come back, I'd just hop on business eighty five. Well last night it was all closed down, so it was just it was a cluster. How do I get home? Yeah, th- that whole thing is just messed up. I but tell you what, we gotta get to these commercials too. We do, we do. And we don't have to travel down I eighty five to get there, thankfully. That's right, guys. Stay tuned. We got a lot more hot rods and happy hour. Right here on one oh six three W O R D. All right guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. I've had so much fun walking down memory lane. Yeah. There's a lot like, we left off. All so. I want to do is go on iTunes and listen to the rest of these calling guests. Yeah, and that's what everybody should do. If you're a real fan, you need to hop on iTunes or hop on one. I mean, it's just entertaining. It's not even a fan thing anymore. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's great radio. Yeah. These interviews are awesome. And by the way, you guys listening, you're not our fans. You're our friends. No, I mean, they're awesome. And I'll be honest with you, something that, you know, I never get to say enough as thank you to everybody for listening. I mean, me and Odrod are living the dream right now. And I I, just, I want to tell you, me and him both work day jobs, and we do car shows on the weekends, and we have zero free time. But, <laughs> yes, the, sir. but the thing that's great, we, me and him both look forward to this, recording oh, yeah. this show. And we have so much fun with it. I mean, it's just... It's a great outlet. We've told you guys before, we actually record this show on Wednesday night unless we're out somewhere doing a live remote. Um, and this is what gets me through my week is looking for because I know middle of the week we get to go record. And that is so much fun. And without all you guys listening and all you guys supporting us, we wouldn't do it. We, well, we couldn't do it. No, couldn't do it. And that's the thing that's fun about it. You know, I mean, this is this is our hobby. This is our love. And we get to sit and play radio and talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And Greg gets to babysit. Yeah, Greg gets to babysit, make sure we don't say the wrong things or, or make sure we don't have to put a bleep in. Or anything like that. Because, you know, we're known, you know. Got to watch these guys. Yeah, I'm just saying. But no, I mean we we have a great time, and, and man, there's there's a lot that's happened over this past year, past what we've shared. 
there's just been a lot of cool stuff we've had to go a lot of cool places i think a lot of the cool shows we got to go to like ponies and smokies this year Pony Smokies was phenomenal, and next year's going to be even better. Yeah, they're adding a day to it. I mean, then you got the Mini Truck Nationals, man. Another great event. And, and another Valley. one they're adding a, a day to that we'll be at. The Camaro Nationals. The Camaro Gathering, yeah. yeah the Camaro Gathering. Um, another, In Winston-Salem. Great event for great calls. And I love these specialty shows like this, too. Well, we, they're fun. They yeah, are. I mean, these guys, I mean, they come to party and have a good time, but it's a great show. Yeah, I mean, you get a bunch of like-minded guys together like that. You know, like all these guys after Mini Truckers. Uh, and, you know, they like to drink, and I'm not saying that I don't partake. It's, it's a good time. Well, it's a party. They have a good time. You know, yeah. they're all there for the same thing. They're in the mini trucks. And, I mean, those guys like to party, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's like the Camaro people. And it's so funny. The colors of Camaros really defines the, the, the mindset of them. Yeah, I would never drink if one for car shows. That's, I this is to think the, about that. I would never drink if I ever met you. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> but, um, but the thing that's crazy is the Camaro guys, there's a certain shade of Camaro called Aqua Blue Metallic, and they ABM Camaros is what they call them. Those guys, they all part together, and they party together, and they party hard. And if they give you Jello, it's not like good Jello like Grandma. No, made. it's great Jello, actually. Yeah, it's great Jello, but. Poor Odrod, he's going to be on a no Jello diet this year. I think I think I've done I don't know somewhere in the neighborhood of like of 30, 40 Jello shots. It's a pretty good times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your liver probably isn't saying that. No, it's it's actually still recovering. And then you know the mini truck nationals; these guys just drink beer. Yeah, I mean the mini truck show is just fun. I mean these guys drag; they shut off the main drag in Maggie Valley, and these guys go up down to shooting sparks. You know, just dragging, laying frame. It's a great show. Yeah, and then, you know, the Gathering Down Anderson, another good show, indoor-outdoor show. That one's and more mini trucks there. That one's a fun one to be at. There's all kinds of great stuff that we get to do, and, and, and it's because of the support we get. How the about sport. the Hendrick show? Oh, that was Hendrick another show. awesome Yeah, that event. was a new one for this year, and very recently. Um, you know, just fun times. Fun times, I mean, it's a great show, great times, and I mean, and we get to share it with you guys. Yeah, we get to come back and tell you guys all about it for those who weren't able to make it, and, and you know, we get to see some of you people, uh, some of you people that listen, come out to our shows, and we get to meet you, and that's awesome. You know? It's like, hey, man, now I know why you're on radio. Yeah, because you're you're too ugly for TV. Way. Yeah, like his hair is not that great, and I really don't have any, so. <laughs> What are you trying to say? Nothing, nothing. You you look good. Don't worry about. It. You want to make you want to make the two year anniversary? <laughs> well, you want to live through it? <laughs> Talk about my hair one more time. You know, I, I don't know that we will live through it with all this fun we get to have though. I'm gonna tell you something. It's a lot of fun, and and it, and it is, and it's. I, I think I was thinking about it the other day. You know, I mean, we've done this. 52 times already yeah we're, we're finishing up the 52nd time actually. it seems like it seems like just yesterday you know it was like so you guys are interested in doing radio oh yeah <laughs> yeah steve calling us up have you ever been on radio i'm like no no you want to you know what why not why not we'll why give not it a shot you know and evidently we aren't terrible because I, I you know the ratings are good so evidently we aren't the worst things in the world to listen to i, I guess there's worse there's worser things out there's there. There's worser things out there. Yeah, right now they're they're <laughs> they're rethinking that move. <laughs> well, yeah, they get on to me about my English here. You know that? They do because it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, you know, I've I've taken 27 years of English right now, and still you still ain't got it down yet. Still hadn't got it down. 
I'm telling you. I, I took two semesters of Spanish and speak better Spanish than I do English. That's horrible. <laughs> it tells you how hard our language is, okay? It's, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's terrible. There's so many big words. And then, you know, like, I got to be careful how, you know, like, they got there, there, and there. And if you spell them wrong. We're on radio, Robert. You got there. It's not like you're stuttering. You got there, there, there. I'm going to kick look, you. I thought you were skipping like well, a record. I, I, you, you spell them wrong, you know, and it changes the meaning. Well, I got to be careful how I say them, too, because I don't want them changing the meaning of my sentence. You know, so it, it's, it's a very complex uh, thing I got to work through. I'm telling you, I need Advil. <laughs> you, you're killing me. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. And hopefully year two will be even better. I hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope. I really, really do. I tell you what, though. Let's switch gears, Audrey. we got to get a little serious about something, though. We lost a very, very, very important person to NASCAR and motorsports. And I'll be honest with you, upstate automotive culture in general. I agree with you. This guy lived to be 92 years old, which is astonishing. Mr. Bud Moore himself yes. passed away. We actually got to meet Bud Moore in January. Yeah, he was at the uh, the model car show, the Hope It Don't Snow show that's actually coming up again at the Marriott here shortly. Um, you know, and we actually uh, interviewed uh, Chuck Cox about that. And, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Bud Moore was there. We got to meet him there. And you know... At the time, he was. I mean, in, he's a cool, I mean, this guy was in D-Day. Yeah, this guy was in D-Day, right? You know, rushed the beaches of Normandy, and and he's know. a NASCAR Hall of Famer. Yeah, and I mean, and this guy's and, in Spartanburg, a, South Carolina, a, a legend to the Upstate here in South Carolina. He's a he's a legend to to automotive racing in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a sad loss. I mean, but you know, the guy lived a awesome life. There. I mean, that's one thing you can say. I mean, 92, and I mean, the things he's seen. And I mean, just think about the technological advances in just automotive. Yeah, think. I mean, think about what I, I don't know the math in my head, 92 years ago, what would that have been? Uh, what, the 20s? Yeah, rough, well, 30s. 30s. Yeah, in the 30s. So, I mean, yeah, think about all the things you've seen since the 1930s. I mean, uh, it was 1925. 1925. Okay, thank you, Gray, for the math. But yeah, think about okay from 1925 on, all the things you got to see. You got to see everything that was great. You got to see it all. You know, and, and but I mean, you got to think about it. 1925. Hell, when he was born, cars were glorified horseless carriages. Yeah, yeah, they were more like carriages than they were cars. And he goes from that to the things he's seen in NASCAR, the technological advances. Hell, polio, the cure for polio. I mean, th that was a thing when Bud Moore was a kid. Yes. And, I mean, that's insane, dude. I mean, it just blows my mind. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine being able to live through the time frame of when he did and seeing all the technological advances, like we said. You know, the genres of hot riding, the birth and the death of the muscle car. He saw all that. He was in his prime when he seen all that. What do you think about all the other things he's seen in NASCAR? You know, the aerodynamic wars. Yeah. The deal with smoking unit, cheating the wind. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's he seen all that stuff. All that. He, they, he was that guy. Yeah. I mean, what what an astonishing life. It man. was an astonishing life, guys. And like I said, you know, nothing but straight up respect for that guy right there. He's a class act all the way. I knew when I met him in January. That guy is just, I mean, he's just a cool guy. Yeah, absolutely cool guy. And our hearts go out to his family and everyone who knew Bud more on a more personal level than us. We only just got to meet him. Um, but there's a lot of people who knew Bud Moore. A lot of people. That's right. Bud Moore, born in 1925. Absolutely. That's insane, man. I tell uh, you what, like I said, our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to the Moore family. All right, guys. Well, I thank you for uh, riding this one-year journey with us so far, and I hope you continue to hang out with us and enjoy more and more of Hot Rods and Happy Hour. 
right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.